0: Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Come on, lift up that hand if you want increase. Come on, open up your mouth if you need the power of God. To increase every area of your life. Come on, I need to hear the sound of worshipers. Where you are is not as sufficient. You need God to enlarge it, you need Him to increase it. Come on. I need Him to increase my joy, increase my peace. I need Him to increase the love in my house. Hallelujah. Increase opportunities. Would you open up your Bibles, open your Bible apps, and join me in Exodus chapter 2. Exodus chapter 2. Hallelujah. On January 30th, I am uh, going to do a special intensive uh, just with uh, the women of our church on January 30th, uh, Circle with the Sisters to be at uh, 7.30, I want all of our sisters to uh, mark uh, your calendar, just a, uh, a night of uh, impartation from your pastor. Uh, I need you to be in this room on January the 30th. January 30th, make sure that you're present. Uh, every sister, look at another sister and say, you don't want to miss this. You do not want to miss this. Uh, January 30th, make sure that you're present and accounted for. Exodus chapter 2 uh, verses 1 through 3, Exodus 2, uh, verses 1 through 3. Honored uh, to have uh, Sister Crystal Rucker with us. Thank you so very much. Uh, one of uh, God's uh, greatest uh, voices. Uh, we're just uh, appreciative. Exodus 2, verses 1, 2, and 3. Now, a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant. And gave birth to a son when she saw that he was a fine child she hid him for three months but when she could hide him no longer she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the banks of the Nile I want to uh, look at verse number two Verse number two, please, of Exodus 2. When she saw that uh, he was a fine child, she couldn't hide him any longer after three months. You may be seated. I want to preach uh, today using as a subject, how long do you think you can keep it a secret? How long do you think you can keep it a secret? Those who subscribe to Buddhism ascribe to the founder of the quote There are three things that cannot be hidden. Three things that cannot be hidden the sun, the moon, and the truth. Three things that cannot be hidden the sun, the moon and the truth. Although the sun sets every day, you do know it's just a matter of time before it will rise again. There are those of you who are going through life's topsy turvy roller coaster ride where you're mindful that there are some seasons where you feel like you are down. But please know that just like the sun, you will rise again. Buddha suggests it's not just the sun that will always stand, but it is always also the moon. The clouds will cover it for a moment, but it is only temporary. There are things and people who have tried to cover your shine, but it will not work. It's just a matter of time where it is that you will find that the full effervescence of your being will have to beam forth. The last thing he inserts that cannot be hidden is the truth. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. quoted William Bryant Cullen who said, truth crushed to the earth shall rise again. Jesus professed of himself That he was the way, the truth, and the life. They crucified him. But three days later, he rose from the grave. Whatever didn't kill you made, hear this, your truth stronger. You have to live your truth no matter how painful it might be. You cannot this year suppress who you are at the risk of suffocating your authenticity so that other people can breathe free. Let them choke on their own wind, but you are going to have to live your own truth. Can't imagine how this young woman in Exodus 2 must be feeling and that they won't even dignify her by publishing her name, even though she got married to a devout worshiper. First, they reduced her identity to her marital status, and now they just want her to shrink because of her pregnancy. She's a newlywed in prenatal care with the added pressure of Pharaoh wanting to poach Anybody who is expecting, because he feared the birth of a social justice advocate. So imagine how this woman in Exodus 2 must be feeling. Here it is that she is happy, but she has to hide it. There's one thing to be miserable and have to suppress it, it's another thing to be angry and to be disappointed. And you can't give it away. But do you know what it feels like to be happy? But you can't disclose what is the source of your happiness. How disheartening and harrowing it is to have to be happy and to hide it. The Egyptian government is gunning for her because she's pregnant. She's got something growing in her womb but she lives in a society of shrunken minds. Small-minded people are always intimidated by believers with big dreams and an enormous identity. When your anointing is growing in you, the opposition grows around you. The indication, the evidence, and the reflection that you have something growing on the inside of you is the change of temperament of the people who are around you when you have not even delivered yet you've got to ask yourself the critical question why am I up against so much opposition when what is in me has not yet manifested because the enemy is afraid of you really coming to full term with what God has impregnated inside of you I hope you understand this that obstetricians suggest that sometimes it's dogs that can sense a pregnancy before people can. Y'all dismiss that you got all kinds of hellhounds that are nipping on your heels because they can sense that what is in you is going to shift the universe. That is going to impact the nation. That is going to change your demographic. And they're doing everything they can to stress you out. So you never birth what is inside of you. (laughs) Pharaoh put a hit. I need you to hear this. Softly musicians. Pharaoh put a hit on babies. He put a hit on babies. The enemy attacks ideas, businesses, concepts, and ministries in their infancy because he fears the impact of its maturity. That's why you can't ignore Zechariah 4 and 10. Do not despise small beginnings. For the Lord rejoices, here it is, to see the work begin. God doesn't rejoice at the end of your project. He rejoices at the start of it. There is no greater faith than somebody who is trying to start something that does not exist with no support, with no financing, with no endorsement, no backing. All they have is faith the size of a mustard seed. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't want you to ignore. The fact that there was an attack on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were between 14 and 17. The enemy says, I want to crush their spirit because if they are defiant as teenagers, what will they be as adults? Many of you are still fragmented in your development because of what happened to you between 14 and 17. It was designed to shake your faith to make you second-guess your identity, to make you wonder whether or not God is real and so here you are at 45 at 37 at 59 still dealing with unaddressed issues from your teenage years because the enemy planted a seed of doubt but I came today I don't know where you are I came today to eradicate every strand of teenage trauma that happened in your life that has eerily impacted your adult life God says I I'm peeling back the layers of what happened when you were 13, when you were 15, when you were 17, when you were 19 years of age, because there is a greater glory that still has to come out of your life. Matthew 5 and 14 says, A city on a hill cannot be hid. Yet Moses' his mother has got to hide. I need you to hear this. She has to hide while she's getting big. The system, the society, and the structure don't want her to have it, but she's determined to excel past the status quo. She cannot go to a hospital, so she probably has to go to the middle of a field She has to put a handkerchief in her mouth so that when she pushes, she does not scream. Y'all not saying anything. She doesn't have any anesthesia, but she still has to push. Nobody is playing classical music, but she still has to push. There are no scented candles, but she still has to push. God said, this is the year you're gonna have to push. Even when you don't make a sound, you got to still fight your way through it even when folk don't understand why you fighting so hard and why you get up so early. Folk don't understand when I come to church you better not look at me sideways when I scream cause this is the only place I can scream in peace if I scream at my job they'll write me up. If I scream at the store they'll put me out if I scream in my house my children will look at me crazy but when I get in my daddy's house I got to open up my mouth because there's something in me that I'm trying to push those of you that got something in you God told me to tell you push your way out I need you to scream for your concept for your dream for your idea for your real estate for your entrepreneurial endeavor God you gotta help it get out of me I can't die with all of this gift inside of me people don't realize that you pushed when you wanted to cry that you pushed when you wanted to give up, you pushed when you felt like cussing. You pushed when quitting was a viable option because you don't even know why it is, but there was something in you. That says, I cannot stop until every decibel of what God has put in me has come to pass. I dare you to just grab hands of somebody next to you and tell them the last two years of my life has been nothing but warfare. But I believe that when I push this time, that no weapon formed against what God has put in me is going to block the birth of what I've got to do in the earth realm. Some of y'all ain't dreaming about nothing. If all you want is a job shut up. But if you know there's something in me that I've got to deliver God said you're one push away. You are one scream away. You are one Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of our God. Hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. The folk looking at you crazy, they don't know how close you are. God I can't hear nobody they got no idea December I almost aborted it myself but God made me keep pushing and last, she gave birth to it you may be seated she gave birth to it and, uh, when she gave birth it was prudent for her to hide him if she wanted any chance of him surviving, she couldn't post them. She couldn't tweet them. She couldn't send out pictures in the thread. Sometimes you gotta keep things private so they don't get contaminated by the public. But when it has a purpose, it is only but so long that what was private will have to go public. I, I think I've kept you too long. I don't think you're getting at what I've been trying to communicate to you. I feel like I'm failing. Would you, would you lift up that hand, please? I'm going to say something on your behalf. Um that I think is necessary to be said and is long overdue. And I want to say it to those of you with lifted hands. This ain't to your neighbor. It ain't even to your pastor. But I wanted to say it to you. How long, God, are you going to keep me a secret? You gave me all of this anointing. You gave me all of this talent. You gave me all of this gift, and you done left me anonymous. God said, this is the year that your gift is going to make room for you. This is the year, I don't know where you are, that your name will be made great in the earth. This is the year. You ain't going to have to beg nobody for nothing, but people are going to be chasing you down because of what you bring to the table there's a greater gift that's on your life and she had to hide them because there was a threat be seated can you imagine that God's been hiding you because he knows what wants to kill you he's been keeping you under wraps Because he knows the threat that you represent. Hallelujah. That God wouldn't let you get but so far out there. Hallelujah. Because he knew that you were not ready for what came with your exposure. God, I wish I had some worshipers right here. He he had to prune some stuff in you so that you would finally be at the place that you would not be easily enticed by accolades and you were not impressed by folk that got nothing to offer. He had to hide you for a season so that you could survey who was around you, that you could figure out what was their intention, what was their motive, what strings were attached. And the Bible said something Moses' mother that I now have the responsibility to say to you said I am only going to allow you to be hidden for three months (laughs) hallelujah I'm going to make a prophetic declaration by the month of March God I can't hear no worshippers in here the third month of this year whatever you've been working on whatever you've been pushing towards whatever you've been aspiring to get whatever you've been fighting to get off the ground God said watch and see what I do in the month of mine to expose your greatness so sorry. she said I looked at the baby and in the third month I saw how beautiful the baby was and realized uh, how fine is what the King James, the New International Version of the NLT says, how fine the baby is. Here it is. Then it registered to her, it's too fine to be hidden. The third month. the mothers in, who are in the room understand what happened in the third month of a baby's life. For those of you who forgot, this is a remedial class of what happens in the third month. In the third month, here it is, is when the baby finally sleeps through the night. Hallelujah. You just missed it. God says, by March, you will have uninterrupted rest. God, I can't hear nobody. You ain't going to have to keep the TV on. You ain't going to have to keep the lights on. You ain't got to keep checking your phone. I'm going to give you sleep with dreams that you remember. I'm getting ready to give you Sabbath. The third month is when babies sleep through the night. Something amazing happens. Parents, you're mindful of it. You're cognizant of it is that in the third month is when babies can keep their heads up the enemy thought with all of your mistakes with all of your missteps that he had so shackled you with shame with embarrassment That your head would never be up again. But I need those of you that know, looking back over my life, I made some mistakes. But my mistakes did not discount my miracle. In spite of what I did and didn't do, his hand was still on my life. The third month a baby can sleep through the night. Secondarily, a baby, watch this, um, is able to keep his head up. Third, lastly, a baby um, in the third month finally has the ability to lift its hands. Hallelujah. Your worship is getting ready to go to another level. Oh God, I can't hear nobody in here because I know who he is to me. A baby is lifting up their hands, why? Because they're saying, pick me up. I don't want to stay on the level I'm on. Pick me up. I need you to change me, I'm dirty. Pick me up. I'm hungry, I need you to feed me. I want those of you who are in this room who know that where you are, you cannot stay. But you need the God of our salvation to start elevating you. Would you just lift up that hand and just begin to worship him? Hallelujah. A worshiper cannot be hidden. Because it don't matter where I am, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continuously be in my mouth. Hallelujah. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Come on, I need you to lift up that holy hand. Lord, lift me up and let me stand. All Lord, the ground is sinking, saying, I'm, I'm waiting on the worshipers. I got enough praises. I need some worshipers who know he is more than life to me. He is the air I breathe in. Him I live in here. I move in here. I have my very being. I need to hear the sound of a worshiper. Hallelujah. Musicians with no music, let me just hear the babies cry. Hallelujah. I need my father right now. I said I need my father right now. Hallelujah. I need some help. I need some direction. I need some answers. I need some instruction. I need confirmation. Pick me up. Come on, I need to hear a worshiper. Why is a baby going to cry? I made a mess on myself. Pick me up. If you don't change me, I'm going to stay in this. Pick me up. You're the only one that can satisfy me. Pick me up. God, I wish I had just five real worshipers right through here. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, musicians. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Softly, sir, let me hear you. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. Hallelujah. The enemy thought you would never lift your head up again. Only five of y'all in the room can identify. I just want to have a good night's sleep. You may be seated. Hallelujah. 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 I couldn't understand how this is the mother of Moses. And they keep her anonymous. How do we never get the mother of Moses' name when he's the liberator of some three million people and we never even get the name of Moses' mother? Till God had to get to the place of us that there are some people in your family I had to protect. Hear this. Because they had the unseemly responsibility of covering your anointing. If Moses' mother's name was in the book, she would have been vilified for sending her son down the river. People wouldn't understand it. People would preach against her on Mother's Day. People would use her as an example of motherhood, of what not to do. But it was necessary. I want you to be seated for just one moment. Because God is having this go a different way than what you anticipate. God said, Jamal, you cannot bless the bloodline without broken, breaking up what has been hidden. Because God says the children who were hidden were the ones I'm getting ready to bless. God help me. Says I'm getting ready to bless the children that were born outside of the family circle. I'm getting ready to bless the children who got no relationship with the rest of the family. I'm getting ready to bless the children whose names are not listed in the funeral program. God, I can't hear no worshipers in here. He said, you sent them down thinking they weren't going to be nothing. But the oil is getting ready to rest on their life. I don't know where you are, but God had you to come in this room today. Because he said there's an anointing on you. That sometimes your own family don't recognize. But they got no idea that you are the redeemer that they sent to drown. But God put his hand on your life. He's refusing to let you flip over because I have an assignment that robbed you of sleep. I have an assignment that has forfeited your ability to keep your head up when you look just like him. says, I got a blessing on your life. Mama resented you because you reminded her of him. So I got to do something for you because you are in the bloodline when they didn't give you the last name. And he said, watch and see what I'm getting ready to do because I made you raised in a different house because I had to cover what it is that I wanted to develop in you because of your trauma folk didn't understand what you carry. nobody ever asked why it is that Moses um, is raised in a palace but needs speech therapy he got the trauma of knowing this ain't my house why they not here with me Is there something wrong with me? Is there something I did? Is it my fault? God said, you're getting ready to be healed from it. I don't know why it took 25 years for you to hear this sermon, 27 years for you to hear this sermon, 18 years for you to hear this sermon, 39 years for you to hear this sermon. But God says, you are too anointed to be a secret. are going to find a privilege of being associated with you. You are going to be the cornerstone of who that family is. And I don't know where you are, um, unrecognized, disassociated, not spoken to, not invited, never included. Get no phone calls. Nobody checks up. But God said, I got you. um, Because you won't be my secret. You got too much oil on you. I know it's countercultural and somewhat abstract from uh, how it is that we ought to do. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not even giving it a name. I don't even want you classified but if you know in this moment as the outside Moses I need you to meet me at this altar as quickly as you can don't come with your friend I'm talking to you the secret I need you to come raised by the grandmother I need you to come If I gave you a hotline, you can't even get them on the phone. I need you to come. Second guessing your value, your worth, your identity. I need you to come. It's too much on you. Too much value. Too much greatness. I want you to listen to me, those of you at this altar, those of you online. I'm no longer preaching to the rest of this congregation. I'm just preaching to you. God wanted you to hear from my mouth, but from God's heartbeat. You are not the secret, you are the surprise. Surprise. You are God's greatest project for your family. I want you to lift up that hand. I want to say something to you. Hallelujah. Would you pull in? Just take two steps closer in. Just take two steps closer in. I never want you to feel like you're on the outside. You don't even know how tough you are. You made it this far with no affirmation. You made it this far with unanswered questions. You made it this far Knowing family members was lying about the truth. God says, I'm giving you a peace that passes all understanding. I'm giving you a joy that is unspeakable. I speak to that young man who had no idea that God made Moses's father anonymous. His name is never mentioned. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, their father is never mentioned because the gift wasn't in the father. God, I can't hear nobody in here. The gift was in them. Want to say this to you? You don't think it's strange all these years that we never got Moses' last name? Never got Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's last name? I am not going to give credit to the one that didn't raise you. I want all the glory. When you come out more than a conqueror, I want you to be able to say, my father is rich. I want you to lift up that hand. Because today you get closure. You go from being a secret to being the surprise. Everybody in this room, lift up that hand. This is the year of a big surprise. They didn't even know you was working on that. God, they didn't even know you applied for the position. they. They didn't even know you were interested in moving out of state. They had no idea that you were even thinking about moving. This is the year of the surprise. It ain't a secret. I was just waiting to surprise you. For the plans that I have for you are the plans to prosper you. I speak over every lifted hand all over this room, even online. I speak over every lifted hand that God's intention around your life, God's intention about your destiny, God's intention about your next chapter will not be left as a secret. But by the third month of this year, You will have a surprise party. That it will finally be revealed to you. What God had in store for you. I need you to do me a favor. Everybody in the room, would you just shout out loud surprise? Surprise! I'm saying that in the face of the devil. Of every person that didn't think I was going to be anything. Surprise! I'm still okay. I'm still eating every day. I still love myself. Surprise! I don't want you another day after this day to second guess your worth, second guess your value, or to second guess God's intention for your life. You may have been man's secret, But you are God's surprise. Those of you that know that I'm talking about your lineage and your destiny. Would you give God a shout of thanksgiving right now? Come on, I can't hear you. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.